This is the Engaged Pursuit Podcast. I'm Tom Perry, your host and founder of Engaged Pursuit. And we are today continuing our March 2021 series of our professional experience a year later. I can't believe it's been one year since we all hunkered down and shut out the outside world. Uh, a lot has changed and a lot has changed for the better. And so this series that uh, I'm talking about here in March is talking about all the good stuff uh, that came out of the last 12 months. Last week, we talked all about how leadership um, has changed for the better and how leaders are showing up differently since March 2020. Today is going to be all about culture. So how our team culture, how our teams themselves, how our corporate culture, how our companies have evolved in a much better way since the start of the pandemic in 2020. So I hope you enjoy my top five areas of focus, how culture has changed. Enjoy the show and we'll see you on the other side. Well, we are now officially in the middle of March, and I hope where you are, you're starting to see some signs of spring. Maybe those daffodils are starting to peek their heads up out of the ground. You're starting to experience a little more sun, a little more warmth in the sky. You're starting to see a cherry blossom or two. I am really excited that spring is almost officially here. I think we hit it officially on Saturday, so uh, bring it on is all I can say. Uh, I am really excited to continue uh, this March series today and talk about all of our professional lives one year later. And instead of just talking about the stuff that has changed and how we're working differently and how we're communicating differently and how we're interacting differently, I am taking a spin of this insight and highlighting all the good stuff that has come to us and that we have experienced and that we might continue to experience into this year post-March 2020. Uh, last week, we talked all about leadership and how leadership has evolved and changed for the better uh, over the last 12 months. And today, we're going to be talking about culture. Um, we're going to be talking about how teams have changed, how companies have changed, how communities have changed since the start of the pandemic and change for the better, how organizations, how teams, how cultures um, are now in a much better place, I think, um, since the start of 2020. And so I want to talk about the top five things that I'm seeing across the industries that I'm working with and through the clients that I'm working with and talk about what I think is really great that's coming into our work lives now that 2021 is upon us. I want to start and talk about sort of the obvious one first, and that is all around how our definition of balance has changed for the better, I think, over the last 12 months. Now, traditionally, the concept of work-life balance and just having balance in general I have found is tricky, right? I mean, it is something that every individual needs to define for themselves, of course. Um, and oftentimes, most people talk about balance in terms of time off. Like if they could just get a long weekend, or they could just get a couple more hours in the day, or if they could just make sure their schedules were a little bit more tight 
and prioritized, they would all of a sudden, we would all of a sudden, I would all of a sudden have all this balance uh, in our lives. And I think that probably is true, you know, that time is a, a gift that we can give ourselves. And uh, it is one indication of having a little more balance when you don't feel as overwhelmed. But I, I think that um, this whole concept has really evolved over the last 12 months or so. It, of course, is more trying to give people more time and you creating time for yourself to not be so focused on work all the time. But I think there's also now more than ever this incorporation of the human experience in your professional work and your professional life that now is part of this concept of work-life balance. So it's not just, you know, turning on this switch and all of a sudden being at work or turning off the switch and being on balance. Uh, it is now talking more about your human experience and talking more about the issues that you might be experiencing or the struggles that you're having or the questions that you have. Um, it's much more of that type of experience I'm finding, much more curiosity about the human in the worker, uh, much more curiosity about the weekend in the worker, much more curiosity about just how folks are doing uh, in the worker. And it's not just this sort of robotic, uh, you just get stuff done or you're off for the day kind of experience, which I think is, which is great. It's, I think it's really needed. I think the concept and the the definition of work-life balance will still be with the individual, of course, but I think companies now and teams now and cultures now are looking more at work-life balance to be thinking about more than just time off. It is about that human experience, the human evolution, uh, and I think that's, that's fantastic. More awareness around that is needed now more than ever. So that's the first great thing I think is coming out of 2020 in regards to culture and team. The second thing that I'm seeing that I think is also really awesome in regards to culture is the expansion of benefits, the expansion of employee benefits to incorporate, again, the whole human experience. So I am seeing a lot of companies now offering more time for individuals to take as they see fit. So that could be something that is you know, strictly time off, it could be volunteering, it could be educating themselves, it could just be laying in a hammock somewhere. But companies are now graciously giving employees more of that kind of time, in addition to their standard vacation or other PTO time. Uh, so this is sort of the, again, sort of the, the individual balance time, this could be just your own time off that I think is wonderful. I'm also seeing more um, therapy being part of the benefits package as well. So traditionally, this is something that is not as common within most benefit packages. So I'm seeing more and more of that becoming uh, part of the employee experience. And then obviously the remoteness of roles and being able to uh, not have to come into an office that is also being talked about as a new employee benefit, uh, part of the benefit package that I think is also really great uh, as well. So I think the concept of benefits now hopefully will be more than just healthcare. It'll be more than just vision and dental and medical and all that stuff. It'll be more than the gym or the bus pass or whatever. Uh, I think now it's going to include uh, more self-care days. It's going to be including uh, more options for therapy. Uh, and it's going to be hopefully including the option to be remote if that's something that works really well for you. The uh, the third area that I'm thinking 
that I'm seeing, excuse me, that is really interesting in regards to culture and team. And this really relates in regards to uh, community as well. We are seeing now more than ever that organizations are finally catching up to individuals making a stand for stuff that they believe in. So we're seeing now more than ever companies making a stand on certain issues, organizations taking a stand on certain issues. And these are pretty intense, you know, um, decisive issues that we are facing as a country and as a world too. So uh, the areas of focus that I have seen this week in particular, um, as Georgia is is talking about some restrictive voting uh, laws in place, Coca-Cola, for example, is now taking a stand against those more aggressive voter suppression activities. Uh, that is one example that I'm seeing. We're seeing more and more companies coming out and talking about climate change. We're having more and more companies come out and talk about um, hate crimes and discrimination. Um, so I think that that catch up of the companies now starting to be involved in addition to their individual employees get more involved is also really cool. I hope that that continues uh, into the future, that no longer can companies and organizations just passively stand by and let you know things happen when their communities, when their employees are affected. I think it's great that these companies are, are taking a stand as well. Now, culture in the fourth area of focus that I'm seeing is that culture now is also becoming a huge career uh, consideration as well. It's a bigger part of the hiring process. I think on the candidate side, so those of you who are looking for work, this whole concept of culture is now a super important part of the consideration set when going into an organization. So previously, I saw a lot of um, discussion around things like salary and benefits and things like that. So how much money was I going to make? How much time off would I have? How much stock was I going to get? Those kinds of things. And now candidates are really interested in that culture piece. So is it a culture that is collaborative? Is it a remote, um, a generous culture? Is it a culture that accepts uh, a growth mindset? Is it a culture that has good leadership? Things like that. So candidates who are coming into organizations and hoping to find something new are asking those good and sometimes challenging questions around culture and making decisions on that more than ever, which is awesome. And then I think on the hiring side, so those who are looking to bring people into an organization, I am talking to hiring managers and recruiters who are saying that a culture fit uh, is more important than ever when bringing somebody into an organization. So can they contribute to the team? Can they contribute to the broader organization? Can they contribute to the community? Are they going to be somebody who's going to add to the company more than just you know the, the stuff that they're actually doing in their day job? So that is becoming something that I think is great on both ends. And I hope that that consideration around culture continues to play a part in the hiring process and career too. Like people are, you know, not sticking around organizations where they feel like culture is not something that is growing. Uh, if there is a disconnect with culture, people are not putting up with that very long. Um, they want to be in organizations and be in companies and grow within organizations and companies that do have this vibrant, good culture as well. So as a as a career perspective too, the longevity of somebody within a role, uh, thinking about culture is is really important. 
Finally, the the fifth thing that I think is cool coming out of 2020 in regards to culture and teams is the physical layout and the physical approach to work, I think, will continue to evolve. Now, we don't see a lot of this quite yet. Like, we don't know exactly how people are going to come back into the workforce, what our office spaces are going to look like as people get vaccinated and as we officially get back into the office, if that is where your company is headed, or if it is more of a hybrid model, um, who knows. But I I do think we are going to see a change in physical space in late 2021 and early 2022. And what I mean by this is I think the whole concept of like open and, you know, cube experiences, or even on the opposite end with a bunch of offices and shut doors, potentially, I, I, I do wonder if the physical space is going to be modified into more of like a hot desk kind of experience where people can pop in, do their thing, collaborate as they want, and then they can go about their business or move on to their next meeting or, or do what they need to do for self-care. I think that could be interesting to see if that becomes a reality. I wonder if there's going to be more of these sort of hot spot office locations as well. So instead of this like centralized Um, corporate experience. I wonder if there will be um, locations throughout a particular city or um, throughout a particular region where people could just sort of pop in and and do their work and not have to be on a campus or within a big building that has everybody centered. Um, REI in Seattle is doing some cool work around this where they're testing this whole concept of this this decentralized corporate experience, which I think is really cool. So this could be, you know, a bunch of WeWorks within a city that that, um, companies have a presence in. So you can pop in if you're in a certain area after lunch, or if you've got a rough commute and you want to get into the closest location, you could do that. Uh, I think that could be kind of a cool way to um, increase culture and to, to bring teams together in a different kind of a way. And then I also wonder if there's going to continue to be an evolution of technologies to collaborate better within an office environment. So I do think there will be a need for, you know, obviously video conferencing and making sure those connections are great. That experience around a conference room table, for example, if you do have a bunch of folks who are in a room and then some folks who are in a separate location remotely, I still think that experience is really clunky and not as beautiful as it could be. So I I do think we'll continue to see some evolution of how people are interacting with a team. If you've got some folks who are remote and others are not, what that is like. And then within the office too, I wonder if there's going to be easier ways to collaborate internally, um, you know, with technologies uh, as well. So we'll see how that continues to evolve, but I am keeping my eye on how the physical space is going to possibly change for the better, which is going to contribute to a team and culture uh, in our new year as well. So those are the, the five big ones that I think is that I think are cool that are uh, contributing to culture. So again, it's kind of going beyond this typical work-life balance definition. Um, I think the benefit packages and how companies are thinking about those are also changing for the better. I think that this whole concept of companies taking a stand for stuff is also great. I think that career and hiring is now uh, part of culture or culture is part of those experiences. And then the physical space, I think, is also going to be evolving quite a bit to also contribute to culture. So if you are seeing uh, anything else in regards to culture and team and community that you think 
uh, is worth mentioning. Jeff, definitely drop me a note. I'll include my um, contact information in the show notes. And next week, um, we are going to talk all about you and how individuals have changed and gotten better and evolved over the past uh, year as well. So I look forward to talking with you about how you might have changed uh, over the last uh, 12 months. And then we are going to wrap up at the end of March with how careers have changed and focus exactly in on that one uh, focus as well. So a couple more weeks of this uh, topic of, of a year later, I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, if you know somebody who could use a little bit of career love, make sure to let them know about this podcast. Uh, graduation is coming up in the next couple months. I know a lot of you are getting ready for that big life event. Uh, lots of preparation for the real world coming. We will certainly talk about that um, in the near future as well. But in the meantime, uh, let those folks know that this is available for a resource. And if you could... Go out there to Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. And I would love your review and your ratings of this podcast. Uh, definitely appreciate your feedback. If you have any ideas for the future podcast, also let me know. I will include my contact information in the show notes. Have a good rest of your week and we'll talk next week.